There we go. Okay. All right, I want to start here in Psalm 91. Then we're going to go to the New Testament and uh, look at some things over there. Remember, all this stuff is historical. I mean, yeah, anyway. <clears throat> Psalm 91, if we live in the shadow of the Almighty God, King James says, He that dwelleth in the secret place of the Most High God. Same things. When we live in the shadow of the Almighty, you know, we live within the shadow of the Almighty. Notice it's not, if you know, we are. I mean, look how close you are. Even if you say, Jesus, let's leave me alone for a while. That's where he is. <laughs> He's outside your door. Anyway. Uh, <clears throat> sheltered by the God who is above all gods. This I declare that he alone is my refuge, my place of safety, my God, and I am trusting in him. Boy, now this is a big one right here. This is flexible. <laughs> some minutes you're trusting him and some minutes you aren't. Some people try to say, yeah, and the Lord's just going to keep you in your arms and, and it's okay when you... Well, it wasn't okay for Peter. When Peter wasn't trusting the Lord and he was looking at, oh my God, look at the weather. Ah, he was going down, you know. So don't think you can just do your own thing and you don't need to trust him. But see, here's what most of our error comes from. We do not know what's in this psalm. And that's the reason it was written down. It's like studying for a test. Get the information. Just pass the test. Okay, well, let's get the information. Notice he said sheltered. And it's a place of safety. Well, he, he, either he is or he's not. And some people say, well, this is a spiritual sa safety type thing. Well, you still are using the wrong analogy. Use something. Don't take something real like this candle. But it, Now, the Lord's not really a candle, but we're going to use this for this purpose. This is No, he truly is. He's the light of the world. You can do that. Same thing with this. He is a place of safety. And that means cutting your fingers, doing everything. I, you know, I saw somebody the other day trying to get in a CD and they were using a knife and stuff. And I'm like, I know we all do that, you know. And you Praise the Lord. God will keep you safe. He will. Just Anyway, he rescues you. Here it is again. Every trap. Nah, 50%. Nope. Every trap protects you from, look at that, the fatal plague. Well, Rich, you don't mean to tell me during the time of England and the black, the bubonic plague. Yes, I do. How do you know, the human race didn't get wiped out, you know. <clears throat> Somebody was trusting the Lord. And according to this, everyone that trusts in the Lord. Now, don't let your head tilt on that and go, huh, huh. I know people, I know people that have died too. But we're not going to die doing this, praise the Lord. And this is not out of our reach. Notice this is, it's, we live in the shadow. Of the Almighty God. Praise the Lord. He will shield you with His wings. They will shelter you. Look at that. His faithful promises are your armor. You've got to know what He said. Now, it's not a game. It's not a game at all. It's just facts. It, our tendency is to, you know, a lot of times we just, we, we can get busy. It's just like the parable of the sower sows the word. You know, so he sows the seed. The birds came by and chew. So, okay, that was... These guys heard the word, but Satan comes and steals it. Well, there's another group of them. They heard the word, but they also heard their troubles too. And they're juggling. Yeah, I know God says this, but man, I, I'm still broke. You know, I mean, what's trust the Lord. He'll take care of the money. Not barely get by either. He wants your driveway made out of gold if we just figure this thing out. I mean, boy, when all the Israelites, I read it again yesterday, and that's a key. His faithful promise. I read it again yesterday. Oh, uh, Exodus 1 through, I want this to chapter 8. It goes by so fast. And God said, you guys are going to leave Pharaoh with gold and silver and brand new clothes. That promise is ours today. Okay, anyway. 
His faithful promises are your armor. Now you don't need to pray, don't need to be afraid of the dark anymore, nor the fears of the day, nor fear the dangers of the day, nor dread the plagues of darkness, cancer, just name it, whatever. Or disasters in the morning. Look at that next verse. Though a thousand, do you see he's building a point saying, You are going to be okay. Yeah, but what if I get on a bus and there's a terrorist there? And boy, last time a bomb went off on the bus, it killed everybody. But they don't kill you. Richard, you're out of your mind. No, no, whoa, 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 whoa. The Bible is out of our mind. It's not Richard here. Look at this. Though a thousand fall at my side. And see, what's so funny, Moses is the one who supposedly wrote this one down. And you go back and watch the life of Moses and uh, what he recorded and all the history, and you'll go, oh, no wonder he said this. Wow. Though a thousand fall at my side, 10,000 are dying around me, it'll not touch me. Moses was the one that stood there before Pharaoh and said, all right, it's going to be a bunch of frogs tomorrow, but they ain't going to be over with my family. They won't, there won't be no frogs over there. It's going to be dark tomorrow too. It's going to be a hailstorm. and going to kill everybody. You know, that's outside. Won't happen over there in the land of Goshen, you know. Anyway, <clears throat> notice this. Oh, I will see how the wicked are punished, but I will not share it. Jehovah is my refuge. I choose the God above all gods to shelter me. How then can evil overtake me or any plague? Do you notice there's no psychology in it so far about, let's learn to be a better Christian. Let's learn to be nice. No. I tell you what, you can learn to be nice, but you can get killed if you don't watch out. Satan comes to kill, steal, and destroy. He didn't try to come make you into a bad person like, we need to make Richard have a bad attitude. He wants to kill me. I'm made in God's image. You're made in God's image too. He hates your guts. Anyway, <clears throat> we already know love your neighbor as yourself. We already know that. But I tell you what, this stuff here will get us if we don't believe it. We're just, it's disappointing to watch Christians get snuffed out. And all the while they're going, well, I'm ready to go to heaven. If I die, I just die. I have that. And they won't even listen to me. They're, they're, I, I've talked to some before and they go, well, I'm ready to die. If I die, then I, I, you don't need to die. And I always try to get them by saying, do you know the first commandment with promise? No, they don't. You have to help them. What's the first commandment with promise? Honor your father and mother so that it'll be well with you and you will live long on the earth. That is a promise. But yet we sing, only the good die young. It's ridiculous. And we think it's great because whoever that artist was that sings it, you know, oh, it's sad, you know, old college quarterback, you know, come down with the whatever. Or we lost a baby or whatever. And, and if you ask them a quiz, this is trivia. What does God say about children that uh, when you uh, have a miscarriage and they don't even know? Moses, when he brought six million people out, of, uh, out from under uh, Pharaoh, he told them what the Lord said. He said, there will be none. All you women folk, there will be none. And it wasn't a chastisement. He was encouraging. He says, there will be none cast their young. That's the King James. There will be nobody has a miscarriage. Wow, nobody. Well, you'll always do if you don't focus on the one who created the vast universe and cares about you. Anyway, wow, it's amazing. Okay, how can evil overtake me or any plague come near? He orders his angels to protect you. You mean them girly looking things that fly around with wings? No, the ones that show up are 12 feet tall and they have to say, don't be afraid. <laughs> First thing out their mouth, don't be scared. And remember, that's where the giants had come from. He orders his angels to protect you. They will steady you with their hands to keep you from stumbling against the rocks on the trail. You can safely meet what? What are you going to safely meet? Well... Can you imagine? Look at this. 
a lion or step on poisonous snakes. Yes, even trample them beneath your feet. Wow. The Lord says, because he loves me. Do you, do you love him? Yeah. I will rescue him. End of story. If you love the Lord, he'll rescue you. David committed murder. And the Lord still loved him and kept him safe. A lot of details to that, but nonetheless, still what it was. We can all take a turn for the worse. But Jesus is always willing to forgive us. I will make him great because he trusts in my name. No, because he doesn't sin. No, believe me, you'll never get that far. When he calls on me, I will answer him. Look at that. I will be with him in trouble. And it's not, oh, dear heart, it's okay. It's only going to hurt for a few more minutes. No, he'll get you out. Rescue him. There it is. And honor him. Look at this. I'll satisfy him with a full life. Let's open up what that little note is. Well, if you remember the other translations we use, you can t- you already know. Long life. See that? Literally. It's long life. Wow. And then what? And give him my salvation. Wow. Well, if only these things were true. Oh, <laughs> they are true. Let's go to the New Testament here in just a moment. I want to go all the way to, uh, let's go to uh, Luke chapter, well, actually we'll start in Luke chapter 10 here. Let me spin over here to 10. Okay, the Lord chose 70 other. Wasn't just 12. Now we're talking 70. Let's see if they had the same thing. They did. They were to go in pairs to the towns and villages. These were instructions. Plead with the Lord of the harvest to send out more laborers. So now we know it's not just 70. It's more than that. We could use a whole bunch more. Okay. The harvest is plenty of fuel. The labor is a few. Now go, go now and remember that I'm sending you out as lambs among wolves. Now what does that mean? You're going to have a little bit of trouble on the way. But don't worry. We already read Psalm 91. Don't take any money with you. <laughs> Jesus, I tell you, you are, you're out of your mind. We're going to get a committee together. We're going to take up an offering first. You're not going to need one. These are daily things that remind you that Jesus is there to help you. Just like the sun, you had nothing to do with it. Oh, I hope God makes the sun come up, you know. Hope the earth rotates, you know, and all. It's going to be there. Or a beggar's bag. Or even a pair of shoes. Don't waste time along the way. That's interesting enough right, right there. He's saying, get, get with it. Notice, whenever you enter a home, give it your blessing. Oh, ain't it blessed? Did you bless them, Lord? It's real. It's so real that Isaac, when he was supposed to bless, he thought he was blessing Esau, but he blessed Jacob. And when he found out he was tricked, it was too late. Isaac, I mean, Jacob went there and said, Lord, and said, Daddy, don't you have a blessing for me? And his daddy said, no. I didn't gave it away. Gave what away? Bunch of silly words. See, that's the reason we have trouble with the Bible. We think it's a bunch of silly words. We think drunk people wrote it. You know. Nah. When you get into it, you'll find that drunk people didn't write, write it. Okay. Don't shift around from home to fo- home. Stay in one place. Without question, eat what's set before you. Okay. Eat, no, eat and drink it. All right. Now, notice what it says. Uh, he goes on and says, um, I'm going to skip a little bit, but look at this. Eat what's set before you. Okay. It means if you did go overseas and go down into Africa or something like that, and hey, have some fried monkey eyeballs. God, well, it probably tastes like chicken to you, whatever, you know. Just, anyway, notice what he says. Now, wait just a minute here. Hold on. Heal the sick? Yeah. Jesus said you could do it. Notice this was the 70. The 12 were already doing it. Now it's 70. Wow. And tell them the kingdom of God. Is near to you. My goodness. All right, I want to skip down a little bit. Okay. 
Uh, look down here. They came back. A little bit later, this is history. When the 70 returned, they joyfully reported him. Even the demons obeyed us. Wow. And he said, yeah, I saw Satan fall from heaven as lightning. And he didn't get that far, did he? Satan's such a loser. He really exists. Look at this. I have given you authority. Do we have a scripture that says he pulled it back? No. Why do we have the records? This is to tell us it's ours. I have given you authority over all the power of the enemy. Oh, I tell you as Americans, we always say, yeah, but the Lord will allow him to. He will not. That scripture is referring to coming through Calvary. There's not anything that Jesus didn't cover in Calvary for you. On the cross, when Jesus died, I mean, all authority. You can walk on serpents and scorpions and crush them. Dustin had some friends over at my house about two years ago, and one of them said, Mr. Adair, you got a scorpion in your, uh, in your washing machine. I said, what? Sure enough, it's just laying there where I could see it. Thank God I saw it. I remember neighbors that had rolled over on one. I remember a tax uh, person from my dad that did, uh, it's messed up this woman's foot. She slipped her foot inside her shoe and there was a scorpion in there. And praise the Lord. And I grew up where I'm at now. There, there was quite a few of them. I don't see as many now, but I'm not going to worry about it. Look at this. You'll walk among serpents and scorpions and crush them. See, that's what Psalm 91 said. Nothing, look at this, nothing shall injure you. Man, I was a little boy like some of these other guys. And y'all, little boys, it's amazing. We, we grew up and survived. We do invent things that some people say, do you invent some new way to kill yourself? <laughs> we were talking about this at work. These guys, put, they put a lawn chair and they had skates that they had duct tape on there and they were going down this big hill and one's little brother uh, wanted to ride in it and said, can we ride in it? And they said, sure. And of course, you know, has older brothers and younger brothers. And anyway, he said, they, he said his brother was doing about 50 when he got down to the bottom of the hill, hit the curb and skin him all up. Of course, who gets in trouble? The older brother gets in trouble because why'd you make something that little so-and-so little stevie got hurt you know whatever it's amazing you know wow okay but anyway notice this nothing shall injure you notice what he says however the important thing is not demons obey you so god didn't think this is that big of a deal now we're supposed to just know we have this protection but you need to just be happy that praise the lord our names are written as we're registered as citizens in heaven wow uh let me show you another spot in the history of jesus he brought all this stuff up uh, Matthew chapter 16, uh, zip over here to it. You'd find all these things. They're easy to find. Uh, Matthew 16, here we go. Look what Jesus says here. Ah, let me get down here to it. Uh, Matthew 16, starting verse 17. God's blessed you, Simon. Now remember, well, gee, he got all, no, we got to read it, so this is ours too. God's blessed you, Richard, son of Billy Adair, whatever. Jesus said, for my Father in heaven has personally revealed this to you. This is not from any human source. You're Peter, a stone upon this rock. I'll build my church. Look at that. The powers of hell shall not prevail against it. Now, that's the reason we're not too sure about this because the devil doesn't want you to know. Man, he don't want you to think that you got the upper hand on him, but you do. That's the reason the Bible says resist the devil and he'll flee. Just show some resistance. It's like blowing this candle out. I mean... It's going to go out. That's about as fast as you can knock him out. You know, praise the Lord. Really, just resist the devil and he's gone. Okay, notice what it says. And I will give you, whoops, that was cool. That's Laura's candles, her fault. Okay. I'm glad I didn't spill it on me. You know, what's funny is I could have had it closer to me. Praise the Lord. So there was 
praise the Lord in action right there. Okay. Also, I could have spilt that. Didn't touch my finger there either. Just that was an example of the Lord's protection. I'm telling you, I don't want my fingers hurting, you know. Okay, watch this. I will give you the keys of the kingdom of heaven. You know, when you have the keys, you feel like you got, hey, I got the keys to the whatever. Whatever. Look at that. Whatever door you lock on earth will be locked in heaven. Whatever door you lock on earth will be locked in heaven. Wow. You got the keys. Kind of makes sense why things just, we just let things get away. It's because we're not doing anything. But praise the Lord. We've got his help. Okay, now watch this. Let's go next to uh, the book of Acts. Watch this. We were looking at some stories in uh, the Old Testament. Watch this. These are stories that belong to us. They're ours. Let me get over here to uh, 13. Uh, among the prophets and teachers of the church of Antioch were Barnabas and Simeon. Okay, Bill and Steve. Okay. And the, uh, Simeon was called uh, from, from Niger. And that's what it actually means. The black man. Okay. Nigeria, whatever. Lucius from Cyrene. Manan, the foster brother of King Herod. You know, it's amazing when you read the Bible, there were a lot of women that worked for King Herod, and boy, they were right in there with Jesus. I mean, boy, I tell you, this, the Bible is so fantastic. Also, opening themselves up for criticism if these aren't, things aren't so. No, it's true. One of these men, as they were worshiping and fasting, uh, one day as these guys were fasting, the Holy Spirit said, hey, separate Barnabas and Paul for a special job. Okay, great. So after they fasted and prayed, they laid their hands on them and sent them on their way. So here they go, out the door. All right, we're going to go preach. Wow, cool. They were directed by the Holy Spirit. Uh, they went to this place. We'll just say New Hope, whatever. And then they sailed to Decatur, whatever. They were in the towns of, say, Birmingham. Okay, we know. the They went to a Jewish synagogue and preached. John Mark went with them as their assistant. Okay. After they preached from town to town, the entire island, until they finally reached Paphos, where they met a Jewish sorcerer. Okay. All right, he's a little... Male witch, isn't he? Okay. A fake prophet. That's what's so cool about us. There ain't nothing fake about us. Well, he attached himself to the governor. Well, wait a minute. You mean Paul and them got to go talk? Yes, yes. The Lord always gets you around these great people all the time. Anyway, the governor invited Paul and Barnabas to visit him. He wanted to hear their message from God. In other words, all the story about Jesus. Oh, but the sorcerer, uh, uh, Elemas, that was his name in Greek, interfered and urged the governor to pay no attention to what Paul and Barnabas said, trying to keep him from, boy, this guy's just a nuisance, isn't he? Well, look what Paul did, remember? Whatever you bind on earth, bound in heaven, look what he did. Paul filled the Holy Spirit, glared angrily at the sorcerer. Well, that wasn't very Christian-like. Well, where do you see what happens next? That ain't very Christian-like either. Well, we got to throw that out. Man, when there's a problem, you got to deal with it. Parents can't wait for the police to take care of the kids. We got to take care of them, you know. But we got to take care of ourselves if we're doing something wrong. Okay. You son of the devil. <laughs> There's no such thing as the devil. Come on. It is too. For, Jesus even said it. You're, you're your father the devil. That's what he told a bunch of churchgoers. You know. Anyway, full of all uh, sort of trickery and villainy, enemy of all that's good, you will never end your opposition to the Lord. And now the Lord's laid his hand of punishment upon you. And you're going to be stricken a while with blindness. Boy, instantly, man, darkness fell on him. Woo. And he's going around going, hey, hey, whoa, whoa, where's the door? Okay. Anyway, when the governor saw what happened, he believed and was astonished at the power of God's message. Now, I want to remind you, the Gettysburg Address, like I say, Deuteronomy chapter 1. God, David, I mean not David, but uh, Moses said, the Lord said this. He said, the miracles I did in Egypt, I'm going to do in the promised land. It's never ending. It keeps on going. 
But we don't think he's there. Where are you, Lord, when I need you? Oh, we don't know we can do anything. We don't even give him credit for the universe. We don't, haven't read any about his miracles and stuff. So therefore, we always think, well, I don't know. Well, I know we're different, praise the Lord, because we believe. Dustin didn't give his praise report, but you know, it was funny. I overheard what he was saying. They went to a restaurant the other day, and I mean, they went right in. They were hour wait. Got to wait for an hour. But what was Dustin doing? Pick the restaurant. Where do you want to go? God will get us in there. Well, I do that too. I just expect the miracle. I went Friday night. I couldn't believe it. I had Rochelle. We went somewhere, and I thought, I was thinking there might be a big line. We went around there because her time was limited. We needed to hurry. There was not a soul in Logan's. They just, where you want to go? We sat down. Dustin did the same thing. Praise the Lord. Ah, y'all just got lucky. Well, it happens all the time. You can call it what you want to, you know. And y'all know what this is about. Anyway, back to this. Acts chapter 13, verse 13. Paul and those with him, they left this place for Turkey. Hey, we've heard of that place. Landing at the port of Perga. There John deserted them. Well, he left. It's actually Mark, the same guy that wrote the book of Mark. But anyway, <clears throat> anyway, he returned to Jerusalem. Barnabas and Paul, notice what happened here. Boy, they went on to Antioch. All right, the city and province of this place. Anyway, uh, excuse me here. On the Sabbath, they went into the synagogue for the services. Now, notice what it says. After the usual readings, thank God. Praise the Lord. Well, that's what church is supposed to be for. Well, we need a song, and we need somebody, you know, tell a story. And No, we need the scriptures. After readings from the book of Moses, wow, and the prophets, those in charge of the service sent this message. Brothers, if you've got anything more to say here, say it. Well, Paul stood up, waved his hand, greeted him. Men of Israel, all others who revere God, uh, reverence God, let me make my remarks by a bit of history. That's because it is. Look what he says. The God of the nation of Israel chose our ancestors and honored them in Egypt by gloriously leading them out of slavery. And yet today, oh, that never happened. Oh, hello, it did too. He nursed them. Here's 40 years. Wow. He certainly did. Remember in those 40 years, man, they were protected, fire by night and cloud by day, air conditioned. Then he destroyed seven nations in Canaan, gave Israel their land. Kind of went down after that. Then judges rule for there's a time, 450 years. Then Samuel. Well, Samuel means we're fixing to have David. All right. The people begged for a king. God gave them Saul. That was the first king, a man of the tribe of Benjamin who reigned 40 years. But God removed him, replaced him with David. Just a kid. Oh, my goodness. Wow. A man whom God said, David, the son of Jesse, is a man after my own heart. He will obey me. And, is one of, and it is one of King David's descendants, Jesus who God promised to be Savior of Israel. So why? Now you see why that's so important. Before he came, we're still reading in Acts chapter 13, verse 24, John the Baptist preached the need for everyone in Israel to return from sin to God. As John finished his work, he asked, Hey, do you think I'm the Messiah? No. But he is soon, um, but he's coming soon in comparison to me. I'm utterly worthless. Brothers, you sons of Abraham, and also all you Gentiles here who reverence God, this salvation is for all of us. The Jews in Jerusalem and their leaders fulfilled prophecy by killing Jesus, for they didn't recognize him. They didn't realize he was the one the prophets had written about, though they heard the prophets' words read every Sabbath. They found no cause to execute him, but Pilate had him killed anyway. When they fulfilled all the prophecies, so this is letting you know that, wow, they must have said this was going to happen. Yes, they did. Several places you can see this. Anyway, they, put him in a, they, they took him from the cross, put him in a tomb. God brought him back to life. And he was seen by many uh, seen many times during the next few days by the men who accompanied him to Jerusalem. These men have constantly testified to this public witness. He says, and now Barnabas and I are here to bring you this good news that God's promise uh, to our ancestors has come true in our own time. 
God brought Jesus back to life. Notice this. This is what the second song. See, you see what Paul's already talking about the Old Testament. Now he's already talking about the book of Psalms, the second one. Anyway, he said, God promised to bring him back to life. No more to die. That's why the scripture says, this is in Psalm 2, I will do for you the wonderful thing I promised. Uh, well, excuse me, that was Psalm 2. Was I've, you're, today you are, I have honored you as my son. God promised to bring him back to life again. The, this is stated in the scripture. It says, I will do for you the wonderful thing I promised David in another Psalm. Wow. God will not let his Holy One uh, decay. That's in Psalm, I think it's 20. Nah, I think I'm wrong on that. No, 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 no. It, I, no you know, it's not 20, but anyway, it's, 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 20, it's 25, I think. Wait, who, who, it doesn't matter. Uh, this was not in reference to David, for David served his generation according to the will of God. He was died and was buried. His body decayed. See, see imagine that. There's a scripture that says he's not going to let the Holy One decay. Well, that's because Jesus resurrected. Okay. So God brought him back to life whose body was not touched at all by the ravages of death. Now remember, when Paul's telling these stories, he's also healing the sick and all this other stuff, and people are like, hmm, it's got to be so. Brothers, listen to me. In this man, Jesus, there's forgiveness of sins. Everyone who trusts in him, look at this, is free from all guilt and declared righteous. Who, me? Yeah, God justifies the ungodly. I don't care how bad you think you are. Boom. Look at that. Something the Jewish law could never do. You couldn't be good enough to get what Jesus gave you. Oh, be careful. Don't let the prophet's words uh, uh, apply, yeah, apply to you. This is a negative thing here. Look, uh, look and perish, you despisers of the truth, for I'm doing something in your day, something that you won't believe when you hear it announced. So a lot of people, I can't believe that. I can't believe healing. No, come on. I mean, come on. That's just fake formality, you know. You know, she better go get her some eye salve, you know. <laughs> you know, because there's no such, it's only doctors today. Matter of fact, oh yes, God got rid of healing uh, when the last apostle died. That's what it is. And he raised up doctors. Oh, please. Even doctors wouldn't believe that. You know, They're like, man, are you kidding me? I pray every day when I do surgery or whatever. I need help. Anyway, as the people left the synagogue, they asked Paul to return the next week. Many Jews and godly Gentiles who worshipped at the synagogue followed Paul and Barnabas down the street. As the two men urged them to accept the mercies God offered. Mercies, yeah, okay. The following week, the entire city turned out. Woo, uh-oh, it's going to make some people mad. When the Jewish leaders saw the crowds, they were jealous. Boy, they were cussing. Look at that. And they argued. I don't care what he says. Almost like you hear about Trump. I don't care what Trump says. Even though jobs, 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 they go, oh, yeah, but he's, he's a thief, thief, thief. And he's in bed with the Russians. I mean, same stuff. Then Paul and Barnabas spoke out boldly and declared, It was necessary that this good news should be given to the Jews first. But here's us today. But since you judge yourselves unworthy of eternal life, well, we didn't. What's eternal life? It's all these great things. He said, well, we've turned to the Gentiles. Just y'all take a hike. For this is what he commanded when he said, I've made you a light to the Gentiles. See, that's scripture. To lead them from the farthest corners of the earth to my salvation. When the Gentiles heard this, boy, they were glad. They were like, woo, rock and roll. Paul's message, as many as wanted, uh, eternal life believed. Wow, as many as wanted. Yeah, it's all yours. Now, notice what this is all about. Watch this. So God spread, uh, God's message spread in that region. The Jewish leaders stirred up both the godly women and the civic leaders of the city to incite a mob against Paul and Barnabas. They ran them out of town. That's eh, all right. Jesus said they would. Notice what they did. What Jesus said, they shook the dust off their feet. They left that town of Iconium. And their converts, notice this, all the people, well, you know, we have to be holy and oh, we're sad. Man, they were turned on. Now, let me catch this one. Here we go. Watch this. When they got to this place, Iconium, Paul and Barnabas went together to the synagogue to preach. 
with such power that both Jews and Gentiles believed. Now, what do you mean such power? They were loud. Turn the volume up. I want to hear my love. No. It was, people were getting healed. Praise the Lord. Troubles were just falling off. I mean, the whole town was coming out there because they're like, look, if you go hear Paul, I don't care what you're doing here. It's going to be fixed when you come back. If I got a hole in my boat, I don't care. Go listen to this guy. You'll be, there won't be no hole in your boat when you come back. I promise you. What? The Jews spurned God's message. Oh, man, they stirred up distrust among the Gentiles and Paul and Barnabas, all saying all sorts of evil things. Nevertheless, they stayed there a long time. Say what you want to. You're not running us out. Preaching boldly. They proved their message was from him by giving them power to do great miracles. Too bad we don't have that today. You have it the moment you walk out this room. It's all yours. Watch this. But the people of the city were divided in their opinion about this. Some agreed with the Jewish leaders and some backed the apostles. Paul and Barnabas learned of a plot. Look at this. They were going to get killed to incite a mob of, the Jewish, uh, of, of Gentiles, Jews, and Jewish leaders to attack them and stone them. Boy, they fled for their lives. They got out of there. All right. What happens next? Now, where's the part about being a good Christian? Listen, all this stuff will make you a good Christian. It's like, wow. When they got to this town, they came upon a man with crippled feet. Been that way from birth. Oh, come on, please. It, it, Jesus can't handle this. Oh, really? He listened as Paul preached. Now, what was Paul preaching that had to do with feet? I'm telling you, it don't care what your trouble is. He's giving you the keys of the kingdom. Look what Paul said. As Paul noticed him and realized he had faith to be healed. Just like Peter walking on the water, he didn't have faith to walk on the water. He started to sink. But then he did. He said, Lord, save me. And the Lord saved him. Okay. He said, to, so Paul said to him, stand up. What? You better have the EMD there or whatever. It's a medical people. No. The man leaped to his feet and started walking. Man, I get your attention. The crowd listening saw what Paul had done. They shouted in their local dialect, These men are gods in human bodies. <laughs> well, of course, Paul and Barnabas are going to straighten that out. They decided Barnabas was the Greek god. We've heard this before. Jupiter. Can you imagine? This is when those gods were rocking and rolling back in those days, probably for 100, 200 years, maybe, whatever. And, uh, and they thought these guys were that great. Okay, the local priest of the temple, they, on the, they were bringing carts full of flowers and prepared to sacrifice to them. Barnabas and Paul, they said, no, 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 this is Jesus. Okay. Uh, they said, man, what are you doing? We're, we're just human beings. It's Jesus doing all this. We're about done with this. Watch this and we'll wrap it up. Uh, we've come to bring you the good news that you're invited to turn from these, to worship these foolish things and pray instead to the living God who made heaven and earth and the sea and everything in them. In bygone days, he permitted the nations their own way. Uh, he never left them alone without a witness. There was always reminders. Kind things he did, sending you rain and crops, giving you food and gladness. So Paul and Barnabas were barely able, they scarcely were able to restrain the people from sacrificing to them. Now here, look at this one. Oh my gosh. Psalm 91 in action. Yet a few days later, some of the Jews, can't always have it your way, can you? Oh, wait a minute. Watch this. Watch the story. Yeah, you can't too. Boy, these clowns, they came from Antioch and I could, they turned the crowds into a murderous mob. Oh, no, we're in trouble now. No, you're not. Watch this. They stoned Paul, dragged him out of the city, apparently dead. King James said he was dead. Anyway, but as the believers stood around him, now what? What, what do you think believers would be doing? Oh, God, he's, his, his skull's cracked. No, they'd be praying. Look at it. 
As the believers stood around him, he got back up. Where'd he go? I'm going back in. <laughs> he went back in there. Boy, I, Paul's a little pistol. They threw him in jail when the earthquake happened. And remember, the magistrate said, oh, Paul, you can leave now. They sent a message to the jailer. And Paul said, uh-uh, I'm a Roman soldier. You tell the governor to come out here and tell me to leave. And they were scared that they had already beaten Paul. Whatever. So Paul, boy, he, he's good at this stuff. He marched right back into town, boy. The next day, he left for Derby and for Barnab- with Barnabas for Derby. After preaching the good news and making many disciples, they returned again to Lystra, Iconium, and I- Antioch. Those are the places where these got murderous mobs were. Couldn't stop them. What did they do? They helped the believers to grow in the love of God for each other. They encouraged them to continue in faith despite all of the persecution, reminding them that they must enter the kingdom of God through many tribulations. Paul and Barnabas and the appointed elders in every city prayed for them with fasting, turned them over to the care of the Lord. And anyway, they walked back through Pisidia, Pamphylia. They preached again here and here and here. Finally, they came by ship. In other words, they arrived safely. Praise the Lord. You're going to arrive safely too. The Lord's going to take care of you. Father, we just thank you for your word today. Praise the Lord. History shows that you had set a path to protect us. Psalm 91 says so. We see a glimpse here when it looks like terrible things were going to take place, but you protected them. Father, we just want to thank you that you take care of us too. If we're not feeling good, you'll take care of that. We're sick today, no matter whatever it is. Lord, also financially, if we're hurting financially, you'll take care of that. You sent these disciples out with not any money, praise the Lord, and you took care of it all. Lord, if it's not anything we mentioned today, just something's on our heart. We got trouble on the horizon. Oh, we know you'll get us out. Praise the Lord. You're our savior from temporary problems as well as big things. And that doesn't leave anything left for us to leave a record like these guys did. For us in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Okay. Hallelujah. Amen. Praise